Joining us on today's podcast is Linda Harrison, Senior Director of Digital Consulting and Activation for Axiom. Linda, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Let's start off with you giving us a little background on how you came into the world of data. Well, it's been a long road. So I started with financial services, doing mortgage lending and servicing, etc., and then went through a divorce where I started a desktop publishing creative company with my sister. As that went through some changes, I saw an ad in the paper back when people read newspapers, (laughs) and it said, I have two brains. And it combined my love of numbers and with creativity. So I was with a direct mail firm that did planning, benchmarking for financial services. And then that got acquired by Axiom. And I went into marketing and activation here. And then as digital became the new hot thing about seven years ago, I joined the digital team and started a consulting group to help people find the best audience using, again, some of those same ideas and fundamental design of direct mail. All right. Well, tell us uh, a little bit about what this service, Data Guru, actually provides. Well, it's a lot of segmentation. So we'll get clients that come to us with a full persona of their best customer or just, hey, I'm trying to sell Slim Jims. Who would buy a Slim Jim? And we ideate for you, come come back with you, some ideas of what's working, what's not in the marketplace, where does this data come from, um, where is it available, and help you distribute the data wherever you need it to be. All right. Well, in that, uh, in your experience in providing that service, what is the most common question you tend to get from those clients? It's really, you know, is this available and where is it available? So mm-hmm. they they sometimes know what they want, right? Hey, I want to target high affluent people. Well, those people have the capacity and propensity to purchase, so that's really your best audience, right? But they might have a nuance. So they're coming to me and saying, hey, how do I find the very best? best people for this product. I know I want them to have a a homeowner and a high market value, but I don't know how high to go, how big would that audience be, and then, of course, where's the best place for me to place this ad? So that's what we get all day long is the who, the what, the where. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, when you think about this, what are the three secrets you would share with someone trying to build an audience for a campaign? Test, test, test. I mean, it's kind of like that old real estate mantra, right? With location, location, location. Mm -hmm. You don't know exactly what's going to work until you really test it, right? So there's many things in play at the same time, right? There's your creative, your call to action, and the underlying data. So you can't just test one thing, but you can't test multiple things simultaneously without multiple ad sets. So keep that in mind. Don't just compare one ad to another that was done three months ago, different conditions, different offers. You have to do head-to-head A-B split tests. Make it smart. And then know that you can turn on and off a campaign at any time, right? It's not like the direct mail days where once I buy the list, print it out, Put postage on it and put it in the mail. I've made a commitment, right? I've got, you know, $100,000 writing on this campaign. I can create an audience, send it. I can use it as little or as much as I want to, right? If it's working, I can open up the floodgates. And if it's not, I can shut it down and start over again. That's the beauty of digital is that you get feedback so quickly and you can 
you know, turn around on a dime. That's what I love about this type of world is compared to the old days Mm -hmm. where you didn't get results. You didn't know where you stood until the phone started to ring or your online started to click. You know very quickly with digital what's working and what's not. And you can fine fine tune it as you exactly. go, just like you said. That's exactly that's awesome. Do you ha- do you tend to have clients that come to you with assumptions set in stone, and they think they know what they know about this certain segment of customers? And do you do they tend to discover uh, some new truths along the way? <laughs> yeah, there's always that. I think I know exactly who my customer is. Mm-hmm. That we can then broaden that right. Um, they might have a very fine-tuned idea of who Jake is, right? So we'll get a persona of Jake, and we'll, they'll say, Jake likes fishing, Jake likes hunting. We'll say, well, you know, does Jake like to camp? No, no. You're like, uh, maybe he does, mm-hmm. you know. Let's try other things. And as we go forth, they'll start seeing that other things work. So we've done lots of campaigns for clients um, comparing maybe a lookalike they've already built Mm-hmm. To just axiom straight univariate selects or a custom audience. So case in point, working with a large um, cooler company, right? They decided that what Facebook knew about these people was going to be the best thing ever. And they were going to test ours, but they didn't think it would really work, right? Mm-hmm. Because they thought what you say on Facebook is who you really are. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't give my full true self on Facebook. Nobody can handle the real Linda Harrison on (laughs) Facebook, right? I temper some of my results, or I might like things just because I feel sorry for a friend who doesn't have any likes on something, or I Mm -hmm. might watch a video and forward it, Uh, maybe because I think it's ridiculous. You can't tell if I forwarded it because I thought it was awesome or if I thought it was crazy, Mm -hmm. right? But so with Axiom offline data, we know that you have purchased things. You've um, filled out surveys, questionnaires, get magazines, all those detailed capacity, propensity type things to know that really a cooler kind of fits your lifestyle. You're a tailgater. Mm -hmm. You like football and spectator sports. You're a fisherman. You're a hunter. Um, you have a boat, all those things that trigger, hey, I think a cooler might be the right product for you. So, you know, working with these companies, they are often surprised with that kind of an A-B split test. And then they realize the true value of offline information to inform your online life. Great. I want to get you to define a term you used a minute ago. You said a univariate select. Yeah, Talk so, to me about what what that means. Well, so, you know, in the modeling world, people do all types of regression models and chade decision trees. You know, I do a chade decision tree all day long, right? Mm-hmm. So I come home for, for dinner, and the first thing we say is, what do you want to eat, right? So do you want to eat out or cook at home? That's my first part in a decision tree, right? And then I go down the things. Oh, do you want Chinese? Okay, do you want to? And we keep drilling down. That's just simple chade work, right? Univariate is just stringing together multiple things. It's not a model. You're not getting points for different things like a model gives you. It's, um, I want women with children under the age of five that like to cook. Mm -hmm. That's a univariate segmentation system. And we do that 
very simply for our clients because it gives you the most scale, right? And it gives you that accuracy as well. So, because you don't really want to offer your product like Lego blocks to somebody who doesn't have children or doesn't have a child that meets the age range. You know, Scarlett, I don't think your 10-year-old wants to play with Lego blocks, Mm -hmm. the Duplo big ones. Maybe the smaller ones that get stuck on your feet, though. Right. Painful. Very painful Legos. to your feet. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Linda, and sharing your uh, expertise in this area. Thank you.